a lot of y'all asked, how can you help support the Backyard Gardens podcast? Well, we have been busy and we have created a t-shirt line just for the gardener. To visit our shop, go to the link in the show notes and check out the t-shirts and other goodies we have. Now, these are super special t-shirts designed just for the gardener. So enjoy. Thank you for supporting the Backyard Gardens podcast. And we'll see you guys after the harvest. I got to go out and start my beans. I got to go out and start my beans. I got to go out and start my beans. Today on the Backyard Gardens podcast mini-sode, we're going to talk about succession planting. To have a good harvest, one must plant good seeds and must also use the right kind of fertilizer. The carrots have grown large and firm. How good they will taste. Welcome to the Backyard Gardens podcast, where we talk about all things gardening and give the information out for you to be successful in your garden, whether it's your first or your last. We are your hosts, Ben, the backyard gardener, and Batavia, the front yard gardener. One in the country. One in the city. Now get ready as we dig deep into this wonderful world of gardening, as we learn to grow and grow for change. I hope me repeating myself got the message across. Now we're going to do it over and over yeah, and over again. Just nonstop. So, look, Minisode, we're right. timer's on. Don't forget now. So we got to talk about this. Countdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So real quick, we have a giveaway. I want you guys to go to BackyardGardensTV.com and sign up. Enter your email. You'll be signed up. And you need to do it before August the 1st. We're going to be giving away some fall right. seeds. Got it? Got it? And there's a coupon code for t-shirts linked below. It is GrowFood21. GrowFood21. Okay. So we're going to move on very quickly because these things can get kind of hard to meet our time frame. Secession planning. What is secession planning? You know? Oh, Batavia. Hi. Oh, hi. So <laughs> you uh, let's take a cucumber plant. I plant one batch of cucumbers on July the 27th. And then one week later, I plant another batch. And perhaps one week later, I plant another cucumber plant. Just using cucumbers as an example. I'm sowing them in succession with the idea of spreading out when I'm going to get That's my right. harvest for them. So the University of Minnesota states that succession planting is the practice of seedling, seeding crops at intervals of 7 to 21 days in order to maintain a consistent supply of har- harvestable produce throughout the season. So, yes. Come through, university. That sounds it exactly is, what, what I said. They, but they gave us a time frame, which is which is good. So, um, basically, it's just like you said, like you said and the university said. So, we're going to plant in succession. So, what are some good crops mm-hmm. to do that with, some good plants? I think you started off with uh, beans, and we're talking specifically yes. bush beans. Um, and I think our asterisk is the longer season you have, the um, the more opportunity you have to right. succession plant, right? So you have to take into account the time frame you have for these things to grow as you're planting them at different intervals. So bush beans are a great example. I'm going to go ahead and and say cucumber yeah. plants, just based on how many they how much they come on when they come on. Um, I think 
any kind of leafy green that you are planting in the summer. I think that makes sense to do a succession planting. And I'm not being specific because some people can't grow some leafy greens. Yeah, in the well, summer. I mean, and succession planting for me is very, very active in spring and fall. So, and it's, you know, the leafy mm-hmm. greens and stuff like that. So like, I'll always start a batch inside. And then when I put my seedlings out at the same time, I direct sow some more. And then I'll do something like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, zucchini is another very good one. So for instance, I just, before we yep. hit record, I sowed um, some more, I started some more zucchini and I also put some more cucumber seedlings in. So they will be my late season mm-hmm. crop for the year. Um, you know, here in my zone, we can do tomatoes as well if we do seedlings. So we usually, it's very common in the South to do a second crop of tomatoes. Um, yeah, I, um, and I kind of think you really want like probably three or more planting events for it to really be succession planting. But I'm going to say even still, I succession planted my melons. So I started some indoors and I planted those out probably around May 25th. And then somewhere around, you know, maybe seven, 10 days later, I direct sowed some melons um, with the intention on not getting all of the deliciousness at the same well, time. Well, yeah, and that's the whole point so. is uh, if you're going to plant, you know, melons, I would rather have melons for two months than 15 melons all at once. Because then you're like, well, what the mm-hmm. hell am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Like, there ain't but so much watermelon one can yeah. eat. And I know that is an arguable point. Um, yeah. <laughs> but that, it is what it is. And, you know, bush beans are ideal. So it's very common in my area for people to consistently all summer, every week to 14, uh, seven to 14 days, go out and plant more um, bush beans. So, yeah. One of the keys with succession planting is it's kind of like you're putting your your vegetables, your crops in two different categories. The things that you want a lot mm-hmm. of at the same time. Right. And those generally folks don't succession plant. Um, And then the things that you want to actually enjoy for a longer period of time, but you kind of want them in smaller batches and small is obviously. And it also depends. Are you eating or are you preserving? Mm, Excellent point. Hold on. Wait. Oh, no, that was right. You don't want to get a whole lot at once, but if you're preserving, bring it on, son. You know what I mean? And that's yep. and I think you'll yep. find that people that preserve will plant gardens different than people that eat mm-hmm. and give away. So, um, yeah, so many episodes ago, we were talking about varieties and types of tomatoes. And we were like, well, why would one want to plant a determinate tomato? And I don't know if we got to that point in that episode, but for anyone that's keeping track, I know no one's keeping track. That's a great example of if you plant determinate tomatoes, you're getting a lot of them at the same time. That plant is fruiting and producing those tomatoes at the same time. And, you know, that's a great example of harvest all of those bad boys and they're ripe for, uh, yeah, keep, no pun intended, keep going and preserving. Going. I mean, and that's the thing. So I grow determinate tomatoes. Typically, I did and I have in the past and will continue to. Right now I'm growing indeterminate, but I got plenty of tomatoes off of them. You know what I mean? There wasn't like there was a shortage of tomatoes. So um, I don't want people to get confused and think like, oh, if I plant a determinate tomato, then I'm only going to get five tomatoes and that's it. Like, that's not necessarily the case. No, no. I mean, it is an idea of there's a determinate 
um, amount of fruit, if you will. And I don't know the number. I don't think it's exactly that, but that that plant will produce. Um, kind of think about it like June berry bearing uh, strawberries, like they kind of come mm-hmm. at one time. It's kind of along that same vein, but I think maybe I'm getting off topic That's from okay. succession planting. That's okay. So, what are you succession planting? It's a mini so though. I don't think it's okay. It's not okay. That's it's mini so. Got to stay focused. So why? <laughs> why? What are you going to succession plant uh, for the rest of this year? Oh, that's too big of a an ask. But I'm going to tell you now, I have succession planted squash like you've described, summer squash. Um, I'm succession planting uh, chard. Um, I did accidentally succession plant okra, which I think is an excellent crop to succession plant if you still have time mm-hmm. to plant that out in your garden. Because we, we know how much okra you can get off of a single plant. I'm going to go ahead and um, say, I think at this point in the year that you cannot succession plant okra. Unless you're in like the deep, mm. deep south. Like, I just, I don't think it's. Yeah. That may be fair. What is this? July the yeah, 20 something? 27th? So, yeah. Well, we are yeah, recording this a little ahead of time. So <laughs> mm-hmm. let's not forget that. But. And I was speaking past tense. So still going forward, um, I'm not going to succession plant a whole lot in the fall. I mean, I'm looking back and saying, what did well? What have I enjoyed kind of as an early summer? crop what, what's looking good and trying to get another sowing of that in and we're using sowing but it could be you're transplanting sure. things into the garden depending on what yeah, it is so as like well. for me i do with my seedlings um and just we'll just go for the rest of the year so basically in the fall um and i mean right now i can still do some more bush beans i could even squeeze in another zucchini maybe but i would have to really like i'd probably have to hang this up go out there and plant it mm-hmm. And um, really nurse it and mm-hmm, feed it yeah. heavy. But um, I would say that I'm going to do collards, lettuce, kale, um, carrots, kohlrabi, turnips, rutabaga, all that stuff will be succession planted. And if I'm doing it by seedling, I actually do. This is how I do it. So when I take my seedlings out to harden them off, I take them out in batches. And every five days, I'll start them if I want to harden them off. Because at this time of year, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's not... It doesn't matter how hot it is. It's still too hot for these fall vegetables. So the first thing that I put out there, it might not even make it. You know, it might burn up, but it's worth a shot. And then the second ones and third ones and stuff like that. So then I'll be doing those. So by the time I'm doing what would be my second sowing or transplanting out, then at that time, I will also start the seed for maybe um, lettuce, kale, collards, Anything that's quick growing that doesn't form a head, that's what I would put out at that time. Mm-hmm. So that way I'm kind of staggering everything. And turnips is the same thing. I'll do in seven days. Once they come up, then I'll come out and I'll do another one. Once they come up, I'll come out and do another one. Carrots is the same thing. I don't wait until they come up though, but I will give them you know, a week to 10 days and then I'll, I'll sow some more. And mm-hmm. that just prolongs it, so... Yeah, I think carrots is an excellent one for succession sowing. Um, turnips, I'm going to put that into the category and depends on how you eat them. Um, one, I had turnips for breakfast this morning. The Both the root and the greens, I cooked them up. I heart Batavia's diet. I am concerned. Listen, I am concerned that they may be giving my beloved collards a run for you, their man. money. 
I'm just, I, I just, I don't know. I'm just going to put that out there. But that said, my neighbor grows them just for the leaves. And so she's going to sow a whole bunch at once and then basically harvest a whole bunch because she's cooking up a, a batch of collard green or excuse me, mustard greens, turnip greens, mustard greens, turnip greens. Good grief. Yeah. Turnip greens. But if you're growing them for the root or the root and the turnip leaves, then I, I agree. You probably want to so do some like succession sowing. Yeah, man. I mean, anything that's near a potato, you know, speaks yeah. to my heart. So, um, um, off track completely, but turnip roots are mm-hmm. the same consistency of tomato, a little bit watery, but they are a quarter, potato. yeah, whatever. They are a quarter of the carbs. So, <laughs> and they actually mm-hmm, have a flavor. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, man. Potato ain't got yeah, no flavor. Yeah. Come on. I know it. Yeah, it makes me sad. I know. Like and I had to pull back the the oil and the sour cream and the butter that yeah, normally adds this to is it. Exact, All right, let's not let's this not This is start, what was about to come out of your mouth. Start You're like, the potato, yes man. it does. And I was like, "No. I can see it coming." <laughs> Sorry if I just busted everybody's ears. But um no, so succession yeah, planning. Yeah. Get out there and start tr- give it a shot. You know what I mean? See what else you can do. Um mm-hmm. fall is a great time to do it. So just because you think your garden season's over, maybe you've only been a summer gardener. All I'm saying is, mm-hmm. hey, give fall a shot. All we are saying Tell them something good, Batavia. Is give fall a chance. Um, see ya. Thanks for hanging out with us today. If you want to see what we're up to or just stay up to date on all the announcements regarding the show or anything gardening, then you can follow us on Instagram at Backyard Gardens TV. We love seeing what you guys are doing. So use hashtag BYG podcast in your post and we'll be sharing your gardens with the Backyard Gardens community. And check us out on YouTube at Backyard Gardens where we will post this show, all of our other shows, clips, and then also some gardening tips and just gardening entertainment. And you can see us at our website at BackyardGardensTV.com. But that's it for today's show. So help us as we learn to grow and grow for change. And until next time, we'll catch you guys later. We'll call this one a wrap. Now you know why people feel like celebrating at harvest time. All over the world, people have feasting and good times when the crops have been gathered in.